You're listening to Pain to Power Podcast, a series of inspirational stories from world-class leaders and high achievers, where you will hear all about past traumas, hardships, and getting through the pain, fighting against all odds, dominating goals and dreams, and now impacting lives. I am your host, Kayla Cardona. This is the podcast that will have you realize your own vision of success, regardless of your circumstances, to unlock your potential. Welcome to Pain to Power. Let's go. Welcome back, guys. Today is going to be a little bit different. Um, I took an audio from one of my other girlfriend's podcasts that we did. I think it was last week. Um, So uh, it's going to be a clip from there. And when I was listening to it, I realized that there's a lot of great points that I felt like needed to be shared that I haven't covered. And so, um, you know, to be a little bit transparent, this past week has been very tough for me and I, didn't want to go on the podcast to bring you that low energy, um, you know, not, it's been quite overwhelming, not just like business-wise, but just going through something personally, but I thought, you know what, we all do go through that. I can't always be high energy, super positive all the time. We're human, and that's that's part of the reason why I even created this podcast, right, to show to show the other side um, of the coin that most people don't show. Um, this week has been very difficult, but um, me and my girlfriend, like I said, did a podcast and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to use hers for now <laughs> uh, for this week. But, um, you know, I have some amazing um, interviews lined up and I can now say some names because they have confirmed um, I have Chase Hero coming on. I have Sam Bactier. I have Miguel Aguilar, Charlie, you guys, Trent Shelton. I just I can't believe the turnout that it's it's just this podcast is becoming something amazing. Um, I have so many great things coming up for you guys. So just su- su- subscribe. <laughs> um, and stay tuned and um, thank you again for supporting me and all your messages you guys are phenomenal I appreciate you guys Um, it's not like I said you know when you start something you're not going to be perfect don't wait till you're perfect I waited for too long because I knew I wasn't going to be perfect and you know, you're going to mess up here and there audio is going to (laughs) suck I'm still trying to uh, get that part of it right. Uh, but you know, you got to start somewhere and just learn along the way and you never know, you know, how well it's going to do. So anyways, when that's with every, anything, you know, um, with anything that, that you, you're thinking of doing, but anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. I know a little bit about your story and it's unbelievable. It's very fascinating. Um, but Please introduce yourself maybe to the to my followers, to my audience, and maybe tell us a little bit about your journey. 
Um, yeah, of course. My name is Kayla Cardona, uh, born and raised in Orange County, uh, California. Um, and uh, I am now a real estate agent, but prior I was actually a barber in Newport Beach. So that's probably where you got that from. Oh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah. They go to you. You have such beautiful hair. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, I actually do all men's hair and like, oh. yeah. So um, I loved it. I've, I've been in the beauty industry since 2011, um, but it was a decision I made at a very young age. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, over the years, I got to know a little bit about, not a little bit, but I got to know a lot about myself. And so uh, it really came down to, okay, what do I want to, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? And it definitely wasn't hair. So, um, after, you know, just figuring out like, what are my passions? What I like, I don't like, um, you know, real estate really was, um, I've always been interested in real estate and, um, you know, like interior designing and stuff like that. But what I love so much about that industry is, um, it's building relationships. And so that's, that's kind of my, um, strong point. You know, I love connecting with people. I love, um, you know, just, I have this intuition, like kind of connection with people I can get on a personal level with them. Um, and like, it's a very emotional industry to say the very least. I mean, you're dealing with people that are, you know, um, buying the biggest purchase of their entire life. So it's very emotional, but also extremely exciting. So I, it goes a lot deeper than just real estate. No, there's, there's a lot more to that than, than what people think it is or see on TV and all that stuff. So anyways, sure. yeah. So I just got started in that and, um, I'm, I'm with a very high producing team in Orange County, actually the number one team in Orange County and on oh, Zillow. What's the name? Uh, the Reed team in San Clemente. So you guys can go ahead and look that up. So if anyone's in South Orange County, hey. <laughs> yeah, we're moving back uh, next year. So I'm, I'm going to hit you up. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's really, really exciting. Um, and just a little bit like, you know, what else I do? Um, I just started speaking uh, this year, actually. Um, awesome. The beginning. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's um, very nerve wracking. Um, <laughs> I still get so nervous and shake a lot. My voice shakes a lot. I still get nervous even on podcasts, but it's crazy. Like, um, I think the last podcast I did with somebody, I was being interviewed and I even had to tell him like, can you, we got to cut this short. I'm about to have like an anxiety attack. Oh, <laughs> it was so bad. Amongst yeah. Girls. But it's like, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's scary. It's scary yeah. to open up. It's scary to be vulnerable. And it's just like, it's that side that I've never shown before. And so, you know, um, some people probably doesn't think it's a big deal, but for others, it's kind of like, Oh my God, you're opening up your heart, your soul, your mind to everybody. So it, it, it gets, it gets scary, it gets intimidating, but when you're doing it for the intention to help so many people, like, you know, it's just, I feel like, um, we all have different stories. We all have things that we go through. And I think it's so important for everyone to share that because um, there's a lot of, there's too many people that feel like they're the only ones or they're alone. So that's why I feel so passionate and strongly about that. So, and that's why I started uh, my podcast, Pain to Power, by the way. Yes, are you on Apple iTunes already? Or where can we find you? I am now on Apple. 
Yeah. So I just, I just started it a couple of days ago. So I think it just takes time for you to get accepted, but I'm yes. on Spotify. I'm on, um, which I got on like kind of the day after. Um, and then a bunch of other ones I've never heard of, to be honest, breaker, I think Google podcasts, but that, I think that's oh. for Android. Okay. That's for Android. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an iPhone, so it like doesn't really pop up, but, uh, okay. well, yes. people can, people will find you. I'm going to put it all in my captions and my story so that <laughs> people you. find it because obviously this is a exciting thing for me too, because it is so similar to what I'm, what I started and mm. I haven't really seen anything like it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, ha- I started up my very first episode was with a trauma, um, professor from Harvard. She's amazing. She's, she's, we talked childhood trauma and um, complex PTSD and so things that I had that I had gone through, but that I had never really heard talk be talked about in the media or on podcasts because podcasts are still such a male dominated thing. And even like speakers, everything is so right. That's why I know you because it is such a journey for me to kind of break through that a little bit. And they should add way more speakers to more female speakers to these mm-hmm. panels. And, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's still so new, you know, and so yeah. I was really excited to see you. And then I actually followed you because you were friends with Brian Breach that I had on the podcast mm-hmm. and I followed you. And then like two days later, you had a podcast out doing something along the lines of my podcast um, I'm just like I'm excited that things are like rolling on that we can like join forces and mm-hmm. support each other and especially if you've gone through difficult times in your childhood like I have and mm-hmm. um, so I'm just rooting for you you know thank you I do appreciate that um, yeah you're right it's so dominated with males and um, yeah. you know and then the did you see the lineup for the, uh, cause I'm actually, I'm, I'm speaking at the NetCon mastermind with Brian Breach too, as well. Right. Um, have you I seen have. the lineup? Yes, huh? I have. You have. And it's all men. It's I like know. men, 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 and then me, and then men, 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 and then uh, my girlfriend, Brittany, and then men, men, men. I'm just like, where's all the women? But I, oh. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Uh, same thing with podcasts, but I was, you know, we do need more women. Um, strong women though, because the reason why I say that is not that I'm saying, uh, you know, women are anything other than strong. I mean it in a way where this is how I feel. This is my personal. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like you'll understand this too as well, because I feel like you and I are um, very similar. Um, There's the women that are doing podcasts and like other things is very women oriented women, like empowerment, like boss babes, go girls, like, but I, I just feel like they're so all about the like move the woman movement mm-hmm. of like me too, you know the hashtag me too mm-hmm. all that stuff like the feminism stuff. The, this super strong fem- almost almost kind of going against me in a way yeah and I, I just I don't agree with that at right. all I right. like what you know it's like saying um yeah what like lady boss yeah you, know, you don't you don't hear a lot of like man boss or right. like putting the male masculine word in front of a boss or whatever you're saying lady, but like, what, why do you have to be like woman boss? Like why lady boss? Why can't you just be boss? You know what yeah. I mean? So I feel like well, and also of- totally, I totally agree. Yeah. I also feel like we have innately different um, qualities and amazing qualities, the nurturing and the caring. We're just innately different from men mm-hmm. and so much better in also so many ways and putting mm-hmm. us so equal all the time takes away from the, you know, amazing, genuine things that 
make us different in good ways, you know? Mm -hmm. We can add so much. I just had someone on the podcast. We talked about daddy issues, dating with daddy issues. And um, I was editing it today, and we were talking about that, <laughs> how this whole feminism thing is actually going so, or the new feminism, I don't know how it was like years ago when I was young, but right. how, almost like don't take that away from us, that we're actually special, you know? We don't want to be like men. We can do it in our own way. And so I exactly. Yeah, no, you're talking about the whole, um, like, equalism, right? Like, the the women have the right just, like, like saying that we're equal to men. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, we can be just like men, but we don't want to be like men. You know what I mean? No, of course not. That's what makes, I'm so glad we're on the same, same. It's like, we're, we're, it's, it's proven scientifically in our DNA. We are wired differently. And so, like, I, I understand exactly. We're just, there's so many things about us that are not like men. And there's so many things about men that are just never going to be like us. Right. So taking away like that whole, I can't stand that. I stand that. I'm okay. sorry. I just, I, I agree with anyways. that. Tell me about why the podcast, why now? And what inspired you to, to do that? And I love the name paint to power. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Why the podcast? Um, well, it was something I always wanted to do, um, and it's because I know I'm, an, I'm a very passionate, expressive person. It's just, you know, I, I just needed, I felt like I needed to do more than just writing big old captions on my freaking Instagram, Instagram posts or whatever. Like, I feel like there's so much more that I want to say. I love creative writing. I love all of that, but I feel like there's a side of me that is able to get my messages more out into the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, like just to hear my voice, my tonality, like my personality, like being able to just reach more people. I feel like, you know, I'm only active on, uh, Instagram the most, but I also have Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, and, um, which I hardly use, but I feel like I, I need to reach more people and I feel like the podcast is the best thing. Yes. It was like between that and like creating a website where, um, I do like blogs and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's just something about audio and video. I feel like kind of grabs more people. Totally. Um, and it's something that they can do while they're driving or, you know, when they're, right. cause everyone's busy on the go all the time. So oh. I feel like that was the best way to go. Number one, number two, um, I just, I feel pain to power is something that really, um, so I just, okay, so I'm going to rewind a little bit. So just last year, just, uh, last November, uh, was the first time ever that I, that I became completely open and vulnerable where I, um, shared my, my past, my story. Um, again, so you guys have a better understanding. That's my first episode on my podcast, pain to power by Kayla Cardona. Um, and explains it's, it's about like 50 minutes. I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to cut this short. Um, but, uh, basically, you know, my past, just to give you like a quick summary, like I was pregnant at 17, my parents kicked me out of the house. Uh, they sent me away to a shelter and I was homeless. I was in toxic relationships and, um, I was just this little girl trying to survive with baby in the streets. And it was just, it was 
such a dark time for me, but it, it, it's, it, it built me so much calluses mentally, physically, like, you know, to become to who I am today. And so um, it was something I held in for a very long time, very long time, 12 years. And I, I told, of course, my closest friends and stuff like that, but they always told me, you need to like tell people your story, like share your story. And I always brushed it off. It just went over my head and I was just like, no, why? So people could feel bad for me. No. So, you know, I didn't, I also didn't want to be that person that had problems. Like I wanted, I wanted to seem like I had it all together Sure. You know, because I mean, who wants to go out there and be like, Hey guys, I have issues. Like no one does that. Right. So mm-hmm. I fell in that whole, um, social media image where you just, you, you, you know how those people act like they're all like, you know, freaking, uh, successful and rich and it's all, right. most of it's fake. Right. And so not that I'm saying that I was doing that. I wasn't flaunting money. I wasn't that dramatic and I wasn't yeah. that like, I'm not saying that I was fake. Okay. at all. I'm, I was myself, but there was a huge piece of me, which was my past that I just tucked under the rug. Okay. It was just, I was just showing the side of me of who, like what I'm doing, working, being a mom. And that's pretty much it. It wasn't anything that had to do. And so basically long story short, I finally just was like, you know what, I actually disappeared from social media for like four or five months because I felt like I was missing something in my life. Like even though I was good, like, you know, I had my, my business and I was, you know, financially good. Like I felt like there was something missing and I felt social media was a huge um, waste of time and distraction. Mm -hmm. And so I completely eliminated all my social media. I got off and I told myself, um, that I'm not going to get back on social media unless I have a purpose. Right. So I did, I had a lot of me time, like, you know, just figuring out what is it that I'm missing? Um, and it finally hit me that, wait a minute, I could, maybe if I share my story, it would help inspire people and I can help other people. Cause I've been through some shit. <laughs> so I was like, and I was having a couple of conversations with some friends and, um, one part in particular, we were just having lunch and he was just telling me about how he listens to all these inspirational stories from other people. And it's just how it has pushed him, uh, to make, different decisions, better decisions to start researching about like changing how much has changed his mindset and how much has pretty much has been changing his life. And I just looked at him. I'm like, you get that from people's like past stories. They're like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying like, I've never knew that before. I've, I've listened to stories. Oh, that's inspirational. But you know, motivation is like, you know, it comes and goes. It doesn't, you know, unless you're taking action, it's really honestly motivously useless in my opinion. Um, but we, that could be a different subject we can talk about, but, um, so then it's just kind of, kind of slapped me in the face and he kind of was like, Kayla, you need, you need to let go and just share your story to people. You don't know what it can do. Hmm. And I was like, Oh my God. So I went home that day and, um, that night I just, I just typed it out. And I, and I just came back on social media 
it's um it's a it was just a picture of me and my son and um i typed it out and it was really long it went even i had to t finish it in the comment area yeah <laughs> and and my heart was pounding yeah. pounding like you don't even understand like i was so like why am i doing this because people think like probably a lot of people think that that's not a, like a huge deal but it really 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 is because you're opening up your heart and soul open to the public where they can come back and be like, you know, just you're, yeah. And it's just, it's scary. So, but I felt like I needed to do that. So I finally did. And long story short, it just, it was shared like a thousand times and, um, I'm viral. I was getting all these messages and just people thanking me saying all these like, you pushed me, you inspired, like all these, like, I was like, whoa. And then, um, it wasn't long after that, that people started asking me to come on their podcast. And, and then, um, the beginning of this year, I was asked to speak on stage and I'm just like, not a speaker. <laughs> I'm not a public speaker. I'm not. And I'm just like, well, yeah, well, yeah, but it's, it took a lot of practice, you know what I mean? And I'm still scared to shit. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse, but I'm just so like, I'm still afraid. But the thing is, is that's just fear and fear is, is an illusion and it's a choice. And I've and that's another thing I preach about. And it's just like me stepping outside of my comfort zone has taken me so far right. up until this point. You know what I mean? I've done more this year than I have my, all my other years combined, right. believe it or not. And so it, it's just like being consistently uncomfortable is where the growth comes from. And so whenever I get asked, can you be on my podcast? Can you speak? Da, da, da. I say yes, but in my head, I'm like, hell no, <laughs> I don't want to put myself through that, but I just say yes. And I just, I'll figure it out later. I'll just yeah. figure it out later. Just put myself consistently being uncomfortable. That's the only way you'll get better. And so I have another speaking gig next month in LA and I'm just like, oh my God, like, what am I going to talk about? Like, you know, I mean, I know what I'm going to talk about, but it's just like, it's, it's scary. My heart pounds. And I was suffering from anxiety attacks last year. So it's just like that, which is a mental thing. Mm -hmm. And so I've gotten better at, um, controlling that. I haven't had many attacks this year, but it's getting better. It's all, it's all a mental thing, but you work on yourself every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, I study every single day. I study, I'm kind of a nerd with, uh, neuroscience and, me too. Um, yeah, how the brain works. Yeah. Like Sam Harris. What was that? Sam Harris was my favorite neuroscientist. Oh, so no. I meditate with every morning. I basically lay in bed with him because we meditate in the morning. <laughs> oh my God. No, text oh, I, to I gotta look that up. My gosh. Yeah, please. Two things, real estate and self-care. Let's start with real estate. How did you start in, in that uh, industry? Because it's, so, it's interesting for me as well. Uh, Oh yeah, no. Um, so I, well, it started as in like how I got my license. Um, oh yeah, you get a license. Yeah, you get your license. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's so funny. I get messages all the time uh, from people saying, um, can I get, uh, it, I'm trying to get my real estate license. How'd you get it? 
and honestly, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying that. to talk shit or anything, oh, that's so stupid too. but you guys, <laughs> it's, it's something called Google. Like, yeah. come on. Like yeah. if you're asking me how to get your real estate license, don't get your real estate license. Right. Just don't do it. Like <laughs> real estate is like, people think, Oh, I don't know what they think, but they probably think like, it's easy. It's easy money. No, it is not. Like, it's not easy. You're literally building relationships. You're working around dealing with people's emotions. It's a lot of work, a lot of documents, a lot of here, there, dealing with agents that are assholes, like, especially in South Orange County. Sorry. <laughs> and so it's just, it's, it's a lot. It is so much. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've literally would work, go in my car, cry, wipe up my tears and go back in the office. Like, it, it's very difficult. Um, but it's, it's definitely worth it. And again, it's all about putting yourself in uncomfortable positions, right? I mean, I went from barber to real estate agent, like those are two completely different worlds, you know? So anyways, um, but, uh, well, did you find the brokerage or, um, oh, brokerage. So I got my license. Oh, by the way, um, Apparently, well, it is a very hard test, very hard test. I mean, I know doctors, guys with MBAs that would um, take the test like three or four times and not pass. So um, on my YouTube channel, just, just type in Kayla Cardona. I only have like two videos. It's not hard to find. Um, I actually do have a video on um, how I passed the, the test the first time. Uh, four things, four steps uh, that you could uh, take away from it to study and all that good stuff and how I was able to pass. Cool. Um, so whoever's interested, just look that up, but, uh, how I found the brokers. So, yeah. so I was messaging a bunch of like real estate gurus on like social media and I was like, Hey, um, I'm just, I'm about to get my license. What do you think? So I was reaching out to guys that were like doing really well. Yeah. And so to get their opinions and I was getting so many different opinions. So I was getting, you know, go to, um, a bigger brokerage like Caldwell or Keller Williams. Mm -hmm. Um, so you get the training, you get way less pay, but you're getting the training. Mm -hmm. Then I've had other people that are like, no, you should go for a smaller brokerage because, um, you know, it's more personal, more one-on-one -on -one training and all this stuff. Right. So I was like, ah, what do I do? Where do I go? And so, um, I started off with a bigger brokerage that, um, is more centered on, um, newbies and teaching them having classes every day, role play every day, you know, just kind of that feel. And I thought, okay, this is perfect. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for more training. Right. But, um, basically it, it just didn't work out. It was nothing like I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Um, and the person that referred me was, is actually extremely successful in the industry. So I thought, okay, great. This is like going to do so well, ended up just not being what I thought and I was happy. And so, um, relationships are so important. You guys like being connected with people. You never know who you're going to meet. Right. You never know who, who what is going to want to help you because you're a good person. You know what right. I mean? I don't break, I don't break, burn bridges. I don't like, I have no issues with anybody. Like right. I just, but it's, you know, so, so I had a friend that was in the industry and I was, uh, was having lunch with him and I was expressing like, I'm so unhappy. I just don't know what to do. I don't know. Um, I gotta, I gotta figure out my options. And I had a few, 
uh, that was lining up. But then he was like, you know, if I get you, I want to get you connected with a couple of people that I know. I was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I went on interview after interview after interview. And then I found this one um, where actually I wasn't even supposed to go to the meeting. I ended up going to the meeting and um, it went so well. And it was exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the re-team, shout out. And, uh, you know, I was like, what? The way that they ran, it's only a, it's a small team. There's only, um, now there's only f- four agents, including me, five. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, but his, um, Jimmy Reed's reviews were like insane. He has like 357 five-star reviews. Number one on Zillow, number one in Orange County. And I was like, are they going to have like a new Asia on their team? Like, Oh my, I, I don't, I don't know, but I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Long, long story short, they don't hire new agents and they hired me within three hours. So wow. just having a, having a meeting with the CEO, talking to everyone on the team, it's, it's, it's a mindset thing. And yeah. so when we were all, it's also a connection thing. And that's exactly why I was so, it was, it was just so perfect because their mentality is just like mine. Yeah. So, um, and their energy and, and the, you know, the hard work and just, you know, it, that's so important to pick the correct environment to work with because you just flourish after that. Mm -hmm. But it it all comes down to who you work with, you know? So it's, uh, it's just such a difference. And so it's, it's, it's not easy though. Like when you're, when you're working with a very high producing team, mm-hmm. it's like they're, they're constantly working all the time. Like, you know, if right. there's an email you need to send and it's like, I'm at home and it's, you know, 8.30 PM or whatever, um, you're going to send that email, you know, right. just, you know, so, but you know, that's the price you pay. And so, um, once you start building that clientele, um, over time, uh, the business will start coming to you, mm-hmm. you know? So right now I'm in the very beginning stages um, and it's going to take a few years for me to build that. So I'm really, really excited. I'm with a great team. Um, so everything, all the habits, everything that I need to learn, I'm learning the right way, right away. So, um, yeah, so I'm, ex- I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. Sounds great. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. So what do you do for self-care? Last question. Self-care. Oh man. I know you work out a lot. Yeah, no, working out's huge. Eating well is good. I'm not going to say I'm a super clean eater, <laughs> um, but uh, self-care reading. I listen to audibles every single day um, I or I read physically. Um, do you read and, books or do you read like blog posts or? Uh, no, I read books. Actually, I have oh, yeah, the sure. one that I'm reading right now. It's actually under my mic. <laughs> I'm using it as a stand. <laughs> This is the one I'm reading right now. Breaking this is so good. Oh, I don't know. It, sounds it is so good by Dr. Joe Dispenza. If you follow him on Instagram, phenomenal, phenomenal. It's like, this is my second time reading it because it's, it's kind of a hard read, but um, it's uh, how to lose your mind and create a new one. So meditating is something I'm working on. <laughs> um, oh, so I have to send you Sam Harris's. Uh, yes, please. Oh, yeah. I can just so he could read the phone book and I'll be like. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but every night I do fall asleep with headphones on. I feel very bad for my future husband because I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> I have like my way of um, 
of sleeping. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I have to use a certain pillow. I have the fan on me. I have my headphones. I, <laughs> it's just funny. Anyways. Um, my and I listen to my husband has headphones in when he goes to sleep. Does he? Okay. So it's like a thing. Oh, good, good. I okay. So that's good to know. So getting mad at him for, for doing it, but he can't fall asleep really? if he doesn't listen to his like, I don't know. Yeah. Fantasy, fan, fan, football, fantasy football podcast. Fantasy football. He goes to sleep to fantasy football. Oh yeah. Or Pod Save America. Like we, we're total. We've been listening to podcasts like years and years before I started mine. So he's he actually kind of got me into it with Joe Rogan and stuff. So oh, okay, that's so funny. Oh my gosh, he's such a guy. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I listen to sounds um, like different frequencies, like vibration, vibrational music yeah. from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of puts you in this being able to just take everything out of your mind. Cause you know, I work, I work consistently and then, you know, I have my son single mom. So it's like, you're dealing with handling a lot of stuff. So yeah. it's hard not to think about the things you need to do, things that have been done, you know, well, not so much the things that have been done, but the things that need to get done and stuff like that. So, um, that, um, gratitude, I know that's kind of cheesy, but oh, it's huge. It's huge. It, I mean, just being thankful for what you have now, um, but also motivated to get the things that you want is a hundred percent. But, uh, you know, happiness is gratitude and progression is gratitude, just getting better and just understanding that you're never going to be perfect. Um, you know, practicing self-talk is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm someone that really dealt with a lot of mental and emotional abuse growing up. Um, and in my younger adult years, you know, it was, it was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And so I had to pretty much unlearn the way that I spoke to myself, like, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not smart enough. Like right. oh, I can never do that. I wish I could do that. Da-da-da. Like I used to talk to myself like that. It's pretty bad. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many different things that you could do, uh, to better improve yourself. And then also another thing I've really been working on um, is scheduling my days. I know that sounds like, wait, what? No, really. Like I literally have to schedule every single thing that I'm doing every single day. I think that's really helped with my anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like knowing from like, you know, um, I get up at 4.30, go to the gym at 5, leave at 6, come home, know what time I'm getting ready, know what time I'm eating, what time I'm leaving the house to drop off my son, what time I'm leaving my son's school to go to work, what I'm doing between, you know, 8.30 and 9.30. Like I literally schedule everything out. It really helps with my anxiety um, and it it sets you up for success, you know? So uh, that's been a big thing um, for me lately because I wasn't doing that before. Um, I had an idea of what I was going to do every day but just um, just preparing yourself in that detail, mm-hmm. it just really does make a difference. It really does. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. huge. yeah. And then like little things too, I'll put my phone away um, at a certain hour at night. Um, the whole like blue screen on your, um, like uh, uh, the, the light, blue light from your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's important to stay away from that an hour before you go to sleep. Uh, that helps with sleeping better and anxiety too, as well. It's just a bunch of little things, yeah. you know, drinking water is huge. 
Um, you know, but maybe actually, maybe I'll do like an episode or something. Maybe you can, you and I can go do one together, but all those little things can really make a difference. And it's the little things. It's not so much the big things you're doing. It's the, it's a bunch of little things that you do that really make the biggest difference. Yeah. I, I want to also, before we end it, give you a book tip because I think you would love this book. It's by Peter Walker and it's mm-hmm. called From Surviving to Thriving. And I think you would love it. It's a super easy read. It's on Amazon. I always recommend it to anyone who I think would benefit um, a lot from. And that just changed my entire life um, because we, you were talking a little bit about how you talk to yourself, you know, because mm-hmm. as abused children, Children who have been abused don't hate their abusers. They hate themselves. Mm-hmm. And basically get out of that and let that go and work through that and rescue your inner child. And that book has been, and I've read so many books on so many different subjects that mm-hmm. were um, related to mental health. But this book is the only thing I ever recommend because it's so easy. And it's basically a guide to, for your everyday life. And it has, yeah. has helped me deal with anxiety, with depression. It ha- has provided so much clarity and so much um, comfort. And so, yeah, one I think would. Yeah. No, any, any books that has to do with, um, you know, your, your mind and brain, the, you know, science behind it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, definitely recommend. I'm, I love those books so much. Yeah. And, and another thing I do want to point out, um, for any parents listening or um, any ones that are just raising children or whatever, um, you know, it's so important to understand. And this is another thing that I preach. I also speak at shelters because, um, you know, because I used to live in them. So I feel like I need to give back to that. Yeah. Um, what I tell, what I tell the mothers is um, to put yourself first in front of their children mm-hmm. and people like, freak out. Like, how could you say that? Put yourself first in front of your children. Absolutely. Because if you're not right in here and if you're not right in your heart and your mind, how the hell do you think you can raise your own children? Mm-hmm. And so for, for the, I feel terrible as, but I was also a very, I was a teen mom, you know, and dealing with all her own emotional, mental issues. Um, and then dra- almost dragging along this baby with her. And, and, the, and also actually when the mother is pregnant, when she's stressed or depressed or anything negative, the baby still feels it even inside of her tummy. Oh. So, so they take on a piece of that in their DNA. So they're born with that already in their, in their, you know, um, system. So, um, it goes way back to that. And so it's so important to understand that, um, you know, to change your environment, to change yourself or excuse me, your, your life, you have to start with yourself and you have to take accountability for yourself. Once you start changing everything about you on the inside, everything will start flourishing and falling into place on the outside. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, I had to learn like, I need to get better, not just as a mother, but as a woman, as a person to be able to, to teach and raise my son the right way. And it took me, you know, this for his first six, seven years of his life was like damaging, 
it was damaging. I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak less of it. And so I realized this, the only way I can fix this is to fix myself. And that's when the journey really started. And now my son is much better than he was before, before his confidence was very low. He's still shy, but he's flourishing like crazy, but he's also feeling my energy differently. He's also seeing what I'm doing and now seeing me speaking and on podcasts, like he's, he's more like, he's more being uh, introduced to this new world of, of just a different world than what we were living in his first half of his life. And so I can see him getting better slowly. And it's just, I'm, it's, it's, I had to reverse the damage that I did. And I'm so aware that it was my fault, regardless of what we went through, it was still my fault. And so I needed to change myself first. And he started changing without me really changing anything on the outside. It was me changing on the inside and then seeing him grow that I want all the parents to hear. I just get the chills all over. (laughs) Thank you for being so open. I have a son as well. So this was um, very emotional to hear. And uh, thank you for for being you. Um, Thank you. I think everyone who hears that you're so inspiring. And um, this is of huge value because this was your goal, right? When you opened up about your story a few months ago, you wanted to be um helpful and of value and this is exactly what you're doing and you also just said you're not a speaker yes you are (laughs) yes you are um you know yeah no I, I feel like a part of that was kind of in me um you know and it was funny um growing up I wanted to be like a performer a singer a dancer an actress mm-hmm. and then because of the life events I feel like my my light was dimmed um or just kind of blown out completely but um you know I was thinking about it the other day I'm like I've always dreamt of myself uh performing in front of audiences and all that stuff like that and it and it's funny because it hit me the other day I was like maybe I was never meant to be a performer, a singer, a dancer. Maybe I was meant to speak into other people's souls. Right. And that was what I was really dreaming of when I was younger. So, you know, just being able to touch people in that way, it's just, um, you know, maybe this is what I am meant to do. You know, it's been a journey and it's, and I've learned so much about me and it's kind of softened me up a little bit to say the least. Um, and the people that I've met along the way, that's the most important thing, you know, with, like with you, I would have never met you, you know, yeah, if, know. if we weren't in, in that kind of same, um, uh, what do you, what do you mindset, call mindset. it? Like space. Yeah. Just kind of in the same space. Yeah. And that's exactly what you just said earlier. You know, once you start changing your mind, changing your environment, then the right people come into your life. And yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing. And I'm just like, wow, it's just, an, it's amazing. It's amazing. I hope more and more people listen to this and just understand the change starts with you, you know, it's big. So much so. wisdom. Sharing <laughs> all that. This was such an honor. And I hope I see you speak um, on October 11th, I think. I'm gonna... I hope you come. Can you, yeah, can I'm you? I just have to see which day I'm going to be there for like the whole week uh-huh. because we're going, going back and forth from Dallas to, uh, 
Orange County, so I'm going to be there. But I kind of want to see you and I want to see uh, Brian just because I've, I've been on the phone and now I see, you know, I kind of want to meet you guys now. Um, yeah. Well, you have my number now, so yeah. we'll stay in touch. We definitely mm. stay in touch. And thank you so much for taking the time tonight. I know you have so much to do. And you get up at 4.30, so <laughs> we'll probably go to bed. Yeah. Oh, I go to bed like at 9, 9.30, guys. Oh, so just okay. keep that in mind. Yes. <laughs> They're like, what time do you go to bed? I actually, for the past few days, I've been going to bed really late, only because since starting my podcast, I've been... I have not been able to sleep. Did that happen to you when you yes. first started? Right? Okay. Total so that's anxiety, but also like my dream keeping oh me up at night and mm -hmm. constant thoughts of, holy moly, how did I sh share that with the world? You mm. know, this constant taking it back and being like, oh my God, I should not have said that. Oh my God, now everyone knows my age. And I actually also started out with like a picture with me and my son just because it felt so vulnerable and that's the most precious thing I have. And so you'll have that a lot probably in, in the coming days. Just think. Oh, no, that's exactly like much. even my son's like, I want to listen to it. Turn it on. I'm like, no, put the headphones on. I don't want to hear myself talk because I'll like start overanalyzing and then like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should have said this instead. And then you just start like questioning yourself. But again, it's those thoughts in your head that's trying to be like, yeah. hey, you shouldn't be doing this. Right. But you just, once you, you just got to keep, keeping your eye on the, on the, I don't like to say yes. prize, but, no, but focus on the why, why the you why. Did it and the purpose. Yeah. And the feedback that I've gotten is so uh, profound and you'll see that's all going to come now, you know, once yeah. you put it out there and you've already did that, done that, but the people that write you, that's, it's a whole nother level of just getting emails or DMs. It's a, it's a whole connection that you have forever because they open up and help them and they share. And it's just, it's also, you have to protect yourself a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, especially in the beginning, I've had two trauma episodes and then I had a toxic relationship episode and the feedback that I've gotten, I take all of that on I'm very, um, I'm an empath and I take these things, I feel the, the vibes very deeply, you know, the energies and, and also the pain. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have to be able to manage that and not take everything so deep and not, you know, cry. Right. Stories, you know, always crying. But I, yeah, I, I think the the purpose why you're doing it is bigger than that. We sometimes might feel too vulnerable, and I think we're strong enough also to do this. That's why we're doing it. You know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So all the success in the world. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. And I'm for sure going to see you yes. at, the, at the event. So I'm excited to see you then. Me too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.